0: Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley, devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Proverbs 3 is where we find that most beautiful, often memorized and quoted passage. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean On your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Now, normally we stop right there in our quoting. We may even jump ahead two verses and say, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. So we like verses 5 6, we cling to the promises of verse 9 10. But generally, we race through verses seven and eight. But that's where I want to stop today in the third chapter of Proverbs, verses seven and eight. I want to talk about trusting God and what that looks like and how much we can count on it. Thank you for being a part of our daily devotion. This is Ken Gurley, your host. And this week, we're looking at the greatness of our God and how we can trust Him with everything inside of us. You can depend upon the Lord because He is faithful. If you have your Bibles, you can look at Proverbs 3, but let me tell you a story so you can understand the title of what I'm about to share with you. George Beverly Shea was the singer who partnered with Billy Graham for so many years. When he sang at the Crusades, people would always send up requests. They would write notes, send it up to the platform and say, would you sing this song or that song? By the way, do you remember that? Do you remember that time when people would do that? Sometimes we would get notes saying, have this person sing, have that person sing. And suspiciously, a lot of those requests bore handwriting that absolutely looked like the person's who was requested to sing. But that's another story for another day. George Beverly Shay said he was on the platform one day and somebody handed him a piece of paper. He opened it and it said, Could Mr. Shay sing the song, God's Grip Don't Slip? <laughs> I like that. It's terrible grammar, but it's marvelous theology. For within that statement, God's grip don't slip. You have the hope and promise beyond this world that there is an unseen hand and that hand holds us and he cares for us. That we can cast our care upon him, for he truly does care for each and every one of us. His care is constant. It's not occasional. It's not sporadic. His care is total. It's not partial. His care is complete. Nothing can touch you or me without first touching God. Can I I just repeat that? Nothing can touch you or me without first touching God. You may as well just lift your hands and just say, thank you, Lord, for that. So what does trust look like? Well, that's where a promise comes in. In chapter three of Proverbs, verses seven and eight, that's where I think it's so important. It contains a practical description of trust it also contains the promise of trust. Here's the description of trust. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Three parts there. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't think you know it all. Fear the Lord. We know that's the beginning of wisdom. Fear God more than you fear the face of man. Fear God more than you fear any sickness, any attack against you and your family. Fear God more than you fear poverty and want. And then we have turning away from evil. To this point in the third chapter of Proverbs, the evil that has been mentioned is refusing to wrap God's love and God's faithfulness around our lives, that we understand when we do that. Things are going to go well with us. God is trustworthy. His grip don't slip. Bad grammar, great theology. God's care is so very constant. In Hebrews 13, we read that the Lord said, I'll never leave you, never will I forsake you. How do we respond to that? Well, in the next verse, so we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? How do you develop such trust? Through adversity? Yes. You build your trust like muscle is built through tension, opposition, and adversity. In the 56th Psalm, David said in God, I will trust. I will not be afraid. In other words, it's when times are bad, we can choose to either trust or we can fear. When conflict comes, we can choose the easy path of running away, or we can choose the difficult path of trusting in God. When the time of conflict arises, we can say, I'm going to avoid that difficult conversation. I'm going to avoid that encounter. Or we can say that the same God who brought us this far will help us through the situation. I believe that the Lord is looking at us saying, trust me, trust me, trust that my grip don't slip. Again, bad grammar, great theology. In fact, that's what giving is. We release the seen to lay hold on the unseen. We release the small to lay hold on the abundant. That lesson is repeated throughout our lives, and it's really Quite simple, but it's profound. We must be like children to please God. We must be like children to enter into his kingdom with simple obedience. We throw ourselves into the arms of the one whose grip don't slip. (laughs) We cast our cares on him. We run to him. We throw ourselves into his arms. We say, God, I believe, but help my unbelief. We don't approach God saying, if I do this, will you do that? We approach God with full confidence saying, God, you've got this. The situation may have caught me off guard. I didn't see it coming, but Lord, you knew it was coming. It did not catch you off guard. And your supply is greater than my want. I trust you, Lord. Do you remember the story when the missionaries were trying to find the right word in a local dialect overseas for belief, faith, trust? They had no word in their vocabulary to express that. Finally, a translator overheard a man in the village who had worked very hard, had come home and thrown himself into his chair, and the man said a phrase that means in our language, it feels so good to rest my entire weight on this chair. And the word for belief was found in that expression, to rest my entire weight. That's what trust is. That is trust in our life. It's resting upon a great God. I mentioned that verses 7 and 8 of Proverbs 3 had a description of trust and a promise for those who trusted. Trust in God and it will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. We always like those prayer requests where we pray and immediately God answers. We love those immediate answers. But there's sometimes in the midst of trials and adversity, we pray and we don't have the answers. But if we trust in the Lord and say, God, I'm giving you my fears, then we are saying, Lord, I don't understand, but I still trust you. Can I give you another couple of verses in Proverbs? We quote the one, ignore the other. The first is Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord's strong tower, the righteous run into it and are safe. We like that verse. But the very next verse says this, the wealth of the rich is their fortified city and they imagine it to be an unscalable wall. In other words, Solomon is describing people who trust in their wealth. It is their fortified city. Their security is their unscalable wall. What is your unscalable wall? Is it your health, your education, your 401k, your skills? We like to trust in the arm of the flesh, but in so doing, we remove ourselves from the protection of God and the power of God. We need to believe, we need to trust, we need to rest our entire weight upon the Lord and watch God care for us. God's grip, don't slip. That was the song request to George Beverly Shea. Bad grammar, great theology, that God is going to care for us. Do you remember the words of the late S.M. Lockridge? It was a sermon preached decades ago. It was simply entitled, You Can Trust Him. Here's what the late S.M. Lockridge said. He's the one who made us. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. No means of measure can define his limitless love. No far-seeing telescope can bring into visibility the coastline of his shoreless supply. I'm telling you today, you can trust him. No barrier can hinder him from pouring out his blessing. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast, and he's immortally graceful. He's empirically, powerfully, and impartially merciful. He's the greatest phenomena that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's the sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. I'm trying to tell you, church, you can trust him. He can satisfy all your needs and he can do it simultaneously. He supplies strength for the weak and he's available for the tempted and tried. He sympathizes and he sees. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleanses the leper. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. He defends the people. He blesses the young. He regards the aged. He rewards the diligent. He beautifies the meek. I'm trying to tell you, church, you can trust him. There was nobody before him. There will be nobody after him. He has no predecessor. He'll have no successor. You can't impeach him, and he's not going to resign. You can trust him. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He's all things. He's the giver of life. He's the joy out of every sorrow. He's the light of every darkness. He's the peace that passes understanding. He's the giver of every good and perfect gift. And you can trust him. Powerful words, and we need to hear those today. Just after my wife and I were married, one of the many oil embargoes took place. My Saturday was waiting in line to fill our vehicles up with gas. Fear, great fear, had gripped everyone's heart. We made very little back then, and by the time we paid our tithes and gave to missions, paid our bills and fueled the cars, it was not unusual to have 10 to $20 to last us for the week. But God saw us through, and we learned something about God. You can always trust Him. He always supplies. God's grip don't slip. That was written on the song request to George Beverly Shea. Poor grammar, great theology. And it's a lesson for you and I today on the greatness of God. You can trust the Lord in the situation you're going through right now. He will see you through. May the Lord bless you. Thank you for being a part of Daily Devotion. Thank you for sharing in Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. The book on prayer is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.